0: my button you'll push yours. Hey everyone and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host Chef AJ and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well back by popular demand today my guest is Plentiful Kiki and she's going to talk about how you can achieve sustainable weight loss without having to cut carbs. Kiki is part of the plant-based bundle where bunch of contributors, over a hundred of us, banded together and put in a product. The product, usually it's an ebook, but it could be a course. It could be some exclusive videos for the ridiculously low price of $50. That content, if you were to buy each things separate would be well over $1,300. You have a whole year to download it. It's yours to keep forever, but you only have a few more days to get it because when it's gone, it's gone. And Kiki's going to tell you what offering she has in the bundle. And you can buy it from her using the link that appears below this video. And I'll also put it in the chat. Please welcome Kiki. How are you?
1: Hi, yeah, I'm doing so good. Thank you for having me. Of course,
0: now I see a tree behind you that looks like it has snow on it.
1: Yeah, yeah I think we're at about 14 inches so far and we should probably get another three to six. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, you know, because you lived in Florida for a short time. This is a very different weather experience yeah. for
0: you.
1: It is, this is the one I love actually. So I'm tucked away in the mountains in the snow. But
0: how cold is it actually when it snows? it's snows
1: This is actually a really cold snap. I think like we were down at eight degrees this morning. Oh my gosh.
0: I mean, I know you have a dog. How how does a dog
1: even want to go outside when it's like, well, we have to shovel a little area for him and he's got a little sweater. So he goes out real quick, does his business, doesn't sniff at all, enjoy anything. And then he's right back in laying by the fire. So God I just I just I can't imagine I, I grew up
0: in Chicago and I do remember snow but I'm so happy to be out there so. <laughs> oh so tell us if, if you like what you've been up to since you've been a while probably I
1: honestly have been you know neck deep in my latest manuscript so we're at the tail end of all those deadlines and it goes to print here pretty soon. so so is this a new book you've got coming it up? is a new book that will be out in the summer. So yeah, like June or July or August, maybe? Um, I believe in July. Wow. Yeah. Well, are you
0: allowed to say the title or what it's about?
1: Um, I don't think I'm allowed to share the title, but it is another um, weight loss cookbook. I'm really excited about the recipes in this one. I feel like this is my magnum opus thus far with recipes that are still so good, but simple. So yeah, I'm really excited.
0: Wow. That, well, congratulations. So,
1: so you're close to finishing the manuscript. Yeah. We've got one more, you know, turnaround and then it goes to print and, you know, it takes like six months to print books and get them ready to go.
0: You know, it's crazy, isn't it? But yeah. wow. wow. So this is great. So it's more, more delicious weight loss friendly recipes. Yes. Yep. Great. Well, you have lots of those
1: in the bundle. You want to tell people what your offering is in the yeah, bundle? So I think in right now we've got Plantiful Kids in there, which is actually my favorite book of all the books that I've written, because as a mom, I could deal with changing my diet and all of that. But what I had to do to help my family is really near and dear to my heart. So when I wrote this book, I really wanted to incorporate that in there and make you know recipes that kids love husband's love, but also give you kind of the guidance of how to transition your kids, you know, how to make things fun, how to get your picky eaters involved. So I, I really love plantable kids the
0: most. Nice. Well, speaking of food that kids and husbands love, we just had Thanksgiving.
1: God, Gosh, it was just a few days ago, wasn't it? What did you make? So we kept it really simple. We just made stuffing and acorn squash, stuffed acorn squash. They love mashed potatoes and corn. And I made my green bean casserole and that's it. We just keep it simple.
0: Yum. But you keep it pretty simple anyway, don't you? And that's one of, I think, your secrets of sustainable weight loss.
1: Yeah, we're very plain Jane here. So my my family's always really excited when we have company because I do do a little bit more Cooking, and I normally do. But yeah, we're very, very plain and simple around
0: here. Nice. I always call that plain and sane. And yeah. oh, I like that. Yeah, because yeah, no, it's just, you know, I, I, who are the people that are eating complicated recipes? I, I love to meet them. I mean, maybe they exist, but I I don't know why when people come to a plant based diet they they not not struggle with that like there's nothing to eat there there
1: I mean what's there to eat on a meat based diet like five or six kinds of animal products. Yeah. I think it's just comes down to the sauces. If you take the time to make a few sauces for the week, you can eat potatoes five different ways, depending on how many sauces you made. So (laughs) I can, I do not, you know, I've not, I never get tired of potatoes. I don't either. I could live, I think solely on potatoes yeah
0: potatoes and sweet potatoes i like other starches i eat rice i eat millet i eat corn and oats but man i i don't get what the problem is for people like they say it's boring and lack of variety you're right the, the sauce is
1: boss but it is <laughs> it is
0: you need a it. very very good sauce that's for sure but people are still afraid you know potatoes
1: make my blood sugar go up and, you know carbs make you fat yeah. didn't make you fat no that was The most life-changing information. Once I actually learned that it was the fat causing high blood sugar, Mm -hmm. changed my life. So once I got the fat out and started eating all the carbs I wanted liberally, here we are. I love. I love when I have new followers find my Instagram or whatever, and they comment like, "So do you eat potatoes? How can you eat all these carbs?" I'm like, "Oh my goodness, where to start?" Yes. Eat potatoes. You can lose weight.
0: I mean, you would think, though, by now that, that, that it's not just you, you know, all the other influencers or, or, you know, various ages that have the same story that they're still surprised. You know, if it was just you, I could say, OK, well, that's
1: but but there's so many of us that that's all we yeah. eat. Yeah, I think like the mainstream propaganda is just so prevalent that it's and there's so much misinformation when people go to their doctors or their nutritionists or their personal trainers, you know, and they're telling them to reduce carbs up their protein, you know, up their fats. It's just mind
0: boggling to me. Yeah. And even some of the plant-based doctors now, even cardiologists are promoting oil for health. And it's like, who who is going to be able to eat this and lose weight and maintain their weight loss?
1: Yeah. I find like, I'm personally really sensitive to oil, not just from like, it upsets my stomach, but I will start to put on weight very quickly. So, and I learned that early on in my journey.
0: And I learned that with nuts and seeds and avocado. I mean, I, you know, I mean a reasonable amount I can do, but when I started like, oh, I'll just start having, you know, peanut sauce again, it didn't work.
1: it's hard to be reasonable sometimes.
0: Like
1: <laughs> for me, it's that's... hard to be
0: reasonable with avocado. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. When in doubt, leave it out. But people love high fat foods, you know, I, I do love avocado. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so good. Well, you know, it's interesting because I I don't know if this video is online, but I was recently for my two week vacation at True North and Dr. Clapper was my roommate. He was actually visiting there because he had some medical students there that were uh, rotating there. And he gives this talk about it's not so, that you can eat carbs, you can eat fat, but he says it's, you don't want to eat them together. So in other words, if you want to have fat, you know, put a little avocado in your salad, but don't put you know, don't put guacamole on your potatoes. That's what he was saying is the thing that he called it oxidative priority, but it was really interesting. So, you know, I've heard him talk on that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Dr. Furman says the same thing. So you put the, the on the greens, you put the, the, the nut based or the seed based dressing on the greens and then right. the carbs, you eat them without the fat. And so yeah, anyway,
1: yeah. Makes sense.
0: yeah. What are you going to make for Christmas? Is it will be, will it be similar to Thanksgiving?
1: You know, I haven't even made it that far. We usually go to my in-laws and I bring something. So I usually bring my garden lasagna. That's pretty standard because we go to a big party and there's (laughs) non-vegans. So, but everybody loves this lasagna. And if anybody wants the recipe, it's available for free on my website, but it's just garden lasagna and the non-vegans love it. So it's usually my standard dish that i always bring
0: <laughs> what what cracks me up kiki is thanksgiving is based on vegan food i mean think about it even traditionally i know most days. day it with the exception would <laughs> take the dead turkey out everything else everything. on the table of the first thanksgiving was vegan
1: yeah you know? that's true i've never even put that together so i'm true It's very, very funny. Have you had a chance to
0: look at the bundle at all and look at any of the other books that may have caught your eye? Because it's one that really caught mine, yeah.
1: I love the raw vegan cookbooks. I do, and I just never get tired of seeing how creative people can be just because nowadays I'm eating more high raw and the longer I've done that, the more I love it. So I just love seeing how creative people can be. That's my.
0: It blows me away. It's it's like an art form, you know. It is. It is. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if you at, like looked at Lisa's wrap book or made. Oh my it. gosh, Lisa's amazing. There's, I love her book. How does she do that? But I have you tried the wraps? I don't know if you have a dehydrator, but they're amazing. so. Here's my
1: confession: I love love all the beauty in any cookbook, really. But I will still. I'll intend on like, oh, I'm going to try that this week. And I always end up just like, I'm going to have a melon. <laughs> yeah. I know
0: we, we default to it's, it's the conservation of energy principle. Yes. You know? <laughs> totally. totally. And I'm the same way when I have the wraps, I'll eat them every day, but then when they're gone, I have to mat. I have to make them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's the making that, you know, I wish somebody would make them for me, but see your recipes
1: are very easy to make. You know, yeah, they're, you know, and for me, like steaming up a ton of potatoes in an Instapot for the week is just, you know, what is easier than that? And making some cheese sauce and some ranch, like, (laughs) I just can't be bothered. And then cutting myself fruit and having some salad, I just, I but
0: people, I, well, look, I agree with you, but a lot mm-hmm. of people, especially starting out, they think it's going to be boring to do that. And so they want more variety, but with variety, with variety comes more work, I think in general.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And more. I think it's like, you know, pick your battles, maybe be more boring during the week when you're working and you're busy and then plan for more variety on the weekend. That's. That's actually generally what we do. We eat very monotonous during the week because we're all busy and I'm homeschooling now. So it's crazy. But on the weekend, we have That's more. So interesting. Your homeschooling. Does that like, how, do you have
0: to? Because I'm thinking, like, I can't remember anything from like my childhood class. How do you
1: have to? Do you have to like do yeah, so it in math and things like that? It's no, it's great because there's all these online accredited schools for like traveling homeschooling families and people that stay put. And so you basically buy access to the curriculum and it's by grade level and their abilities. So the core subjects, my children do online with the online teachers. And okay. then I do like, I do the music lessons. I do the woodworking shop. I do home ec and the cooking lessons oh, and the that field. That's so, that. And that, that. Now, see, that's fun. You're doing the electives. Yes. I'm doing the electives. So that I've I've been having such a blast. I'm having so much fun. That is really, that does sound fun. But I, you know, I was thinking like, how, how do parents homeschool? Like, I can't remember algebra. No, I don't. I don't know that I can really do long division anymore. My daughter will come out and need help. And I'm like, uh, go find your brother. <laughs> I can't help you. Now, I remember, I don't even think they had
0: calculators. I'm so old that I don't even remember <laughs> when they had calculators. And if they did, we sure weren't able to, I remember yeah, we we had like a slide rule and like an app. Ab- I'm not, I'm not making this up. It's like, it, it, it's, it, you know, now they can Google the answer. I mean, I can ask A-L-E-X-A. Like if I have a math question, I can ask the AI yeah. and they'll answer yeah. it. I asked my
1: husband. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh when, when kids are homeschooled, do they, do they, cause I always thinking like they, the social aspect, do they miss yeah. that to, to, to not like hang out and play basketball or whatever?
1: Yeah. yeah. So what's interesting for us is cause we have lived outside of town for so many years that so- socializing is different anyway. So where, when we lived in town, there was like a strong you know, play date culture, you know, everybody was going to each other's houses after school. When my kids were in our small mountain school down in town, they still didn't go to people's houses. Nobody did because kids live on ranches and farms and homesteads, and they got to get home to do chores and feed the animals and things like that. So that part hasn't changed for us. But what we've done is the kids still participate in school sports. They, even though they're homeschooled, they can still participate in public school sports. So they see their friends every day after school. And I'm just driving all over kingdom come for that. So, wow. So yeah, that's okay. Good. Very yeah. good. Do you ever get recognized from your kids' friends or they're, they're too young to maybe watch? Your you channel? know, I find out the mom's, our fans and, you know, going through whole foods when I'm down in the city. Cause we live near a very small town. And then I have to go down further into the city to places like, you know, home Depot and world market and whole foods and all of that. And we definitely, we get recognized a lot. So I've stopped going down to town in my sweatpants and my that's nephew. funny. That is so funny. <laughs> I always, I don't get recognized very much. Um,
0: especially when I live in the desert, but I always like pray that like, it's a day that I don't like, you know, that like it's a good hair day or whatever. Yeah, you know?
1: it, it never works that way. It's the one time you're like, you love it's your worst. in and out. And then that's when somebody's there and they want a picture. That's my favorite. Yeah. I was oh, like, I hey, know.
0: I that. That, happens, that happens. I see that to celebrities all the time. That is so funny. Well, MJ, who's watching live, wants to know, Kiki, what are your favorite potato recipes?
1: Um, Honestly, So like this morning for the boys I made, I just sauteed some onions, chopped up some already steamed potatoes in the pan. So they get crispy and then I put cheese sauce over them. So it's not even like a recipe. It's just, you know, we call them pan potatoes and then we have ketchup with that. We love chili over potatoes with cheese sauce. So it's really just, I don't even know that potato recipes are yeah, not recipes, just potatoes with different toppings.
0: It's our favorite. There's so many ways to eat potatoes. So many. And there's so many types of potatoes. That's the thing.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm
0: still learning to love sweet potatoes. So that's, that's the one. interesting because I, I love potatoes, but I love sweet potatoes more. Have you had the white ones or the Japanese? I have, and those are my favorite. Yeah. I like those the most. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, am not huge on the orange ones unless they're fries, but the, the other two varieties, uh, the, you know, the white ones, the Japanese or the Hawaiian, I love those, yeah. but um, do you have a favorite potato? Mine's the Yukon gold.
1: Cause that's it's my creamy. favorite one. It's the creamiest one. In my opinion, that is my favorite. It's so good. It's true North. That when you're having like a little digestive upsets,
0: the doctors can. When you're refeeding, they order you. They just call it a blend, and really, and I had Ramses Bravo on the show showing me how to make it, and I've modified it a little bit since to have a little bit more zucchini, but it's literally just zucchini and Yukon Gold. That's it, and it's you would think you're eating like a cream soup from a restaurant because Yukon Golds can just give a soup yeah. or anything this this richness and this thickness, you know. Mm-hmm. They're the most luxurious of all the potatoes. They're my favorite. Yes, exactly, and it's not that I dislike russets. I mean, I, I go to Wendy's when I'm traveling. I love the I love the way they yeah. cook them. But yeah. for I just Yukon Golds uh, definitely are my favorite. So we have a nice comment from Pamela. Hi Kiki, your cookbook arrived just two days ago. I'm loving the recipes and approach to eating.
1: Aw, thank you. Yeah,
0: yeah. Nice. <laughs> we're the Taylor Swift's of Whole Foods. Yeah. If only. Oh my <laughs> have you ever um, taken one of the things I and I posted this recently on Instagram and people were like, wow, um, a panini press and just thrown a bag of frozen hash browns in?
1: No, I've done it, though, in my waffle iron. Yeah, you can do that. The thing is,
0: if you have a, a Belgian waffle iron, it makes those little deep craters, which is fine. But isn't that
1: the coolest, easiest recipe? Yes. I've been seeing people online doing that. with their stuffing. Now they put their stuffing from Thanksgiving in their waffle iron and make it all crispy and then put, you know, their mashed potatoes and gravy on top of that. I'm like, that is brilliant. Yeah. Why couldn't you, you know, I've even seen somebody and I've tried this too,
0: to take cooked rice and thrown it in and and you make like a rice cracker. Yeah. I've seen that too. I haven't tried it. It's pretty cool. I like the panini press only. I mean, I have a waffle iron too, but I like it because it makes it real flat, whereas the waffle iron doesn't. But it's, it's just, it's whoever thought of these ideas or even taking a cooked Yukon gold. That was, um, her name is Vegans Eat Yummy Food from Sandy Pluis. And you you smash the cooked Yukon gold in the waffle iron. Oh my God, potato. Yeah. Waffles. Yep and those would be great with cheese sauce too. I put actually applesauce on them and I just, I love them so much. I just love being able to eat carbs. Uh, let's see. Kes says, hi, hello, Kiki. How are you? Sweet. <laughs> That's nice. That is nice. Oh, guys, if you have any questions, just put them in the chat, maybe start up with four questions. Are you Uh Uh, Rose says, are you looking to
1: adopt a bestie to help you on the homestead? (laughs) You know, I had one of my favorite comments of all time was this sweet elderly lady. And she's like, can I come live with you? I do laundry. I can cook. I can be an adopted grandma. That was like the best comment of all time.
0: That is cool. That is cool. I love that.
1: Do you, there's a question. Do you run any weight loss
0: programs?
1: I don't, I don't, I'm just, you know, I am so busy with life and raising my kids that I really, anything I do on social media is on top of that. It's not, you know, we don't make our living from this. So I don't, (laughs) I have to keep things very manageable. Did you ever? Well, we used to sell, um, a weight loss program with Hannah, but we've stopped selling that because she's had major life changes and I've had major life changes and we're just happy to keep things simpler for ourselves. Yeah. When
0: you did, like, what did you notice that like, um, people's biggest uh, obstacle was?
1: Well, one of the biggest obstacles is consistency, you know, and constantly looking for, um, motivation, where I kind of, and you want to stay motivated. You want to find ways to stay motivated. And I would tell people you stay motivated by keeping the information in front of you, keep watching, you know, we actually would send people to your channel because you have so many videos, keep watching videos where people are showing you how to cook, where you're getting this information over and over again, keep listening to Dr. McDougal, keep reading the books. That's how you stay motivated. However, how you stay consistent is by working on changing your habits. And that's where people struggle the most is habit change and habit change just takes time. And it takes, you know, persistence and consistency. It's not perfection, you know, because people get really, um, stressed out about feeling like they need to be perfect and you don't have to be perfect at all. You're just trying to take the same step every day to improve your health. And then you keep building on that. So yeah, those are probably the biggest obstacles. Consistency is key. And I think one of the things that helps
0: consistency is preparation.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. That's, and that's one of the habit changes is getting into the habit of being prepared. So take a little time. And I always tell people, if you can only prep two things, prep some starches and prep your sauces. If you can only prep one thing, prep your sauces, because then you can whip up your starches and then you have your sauces to put on top, but you have to take time to prep. Yeah, because that's the thing. If you, you
0: know, fast food is so cheap, easy, prevalent, you know, it's always easy to default to the dry few, but if you have healthy food in your house, I think well, I think the majority of the people will eat it, especially like you say, if it's delicious, satiating starches. I think where I've seen a lot of people it um have trouble is that they don't eat enough starch. So even if oh, they yeah. this idea that eating starch will make you slim, like it did us mm-hmm. and Hannah and you know all the other people like broccoli mum and um uh, what's her name you know oh from oh what's her name oh. Anyway, it'll come to me. Uh, they don't eat enough of it to, to be satiated.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we do run into that for sure. People are like, you know, I'm hungry and then I'm binging. And when we go back through and, and see like where they were at, they just weren't eating enough. And like you said, you just, you have to eat enough for sure. Yeah, Chelsea May was the other one
0: I was thinking that's not afraid to eat starch. Yeah, yeah. Because I think what happens, especially if people have been on a strict weighing and measuring program or, uh you know, something like that. They are like a keto diet. The minute they eat starch, the scale does go up, but it's not body fat that they don't understand that it's water and glycogen. And then they see carbs make you fat. No, they
1: make you skinny guys promise. Well, just educating people in general about the scale can fluctuate so much day to day, even if you're eating the same thing, it's so much goes into that. So, you know, there are other ways to track progress for sure. Absolutely, and the scale doesn't really show you body fat, so it that's interesting
0: thing. You know. So Kes says, I remember Kiki saying she eats white rice. Can I eat white rice for white rice for weight loss? Absolutely, I eat okay. white rice too. It's my favorite rice. I'm not. <laughs> Mine too. To tell you, it tastes better. I mean, it's not that I don't eat brown rice, and sometimes that's all you can get. But if you don't believe you can eat white rice for weight loss, look at this channel and look at all the interviews with people that worked for Dr. Walter Kempner, who basically treated diabetes and cured it in all his patients and got them very trim by feeding them a diet of white rice, fruit juice, and sugar. Please Google Dr. Walter Kempner. Absolutely, yep.
1: Man, it's carbophobia, it's like a thing, you know? Oh, and it has been for so long, you know? I remember in the early nineties when it started, with the Atkins, everyone I knew, including my mom and I were on Atkins and it just gets perpetuated.
0: I don't think that's very satisfying, I guess, but I guess, no, it's not. Globs of of fat and animal products. Uh, Jesse says, what kind of
1: internet service do you have in such a remote location? Well, so we were on a waiting list. Yeah. So for, for like, I want to say four or five months, I didn't have internet. So I had to go down into town to upload videos and do posts, which was horrendous. So we eventually were able to get on Starlink. We were on Starlink RV for a while, but now we're just on Starlink. So, and it's pretty good. Pretty good.
0: Nice. Oh, that's, that's interesting. You are remote, huh?
1: We are, we are off grid. Like we heat our cabin with our wood-burning stove so it's that's really interesting <laughs> yeah how, how far to
0: like the nearest like big place or town or
1: big town about 30 35 minutes wow that is interesting so, yeah wow but we're like we're 15 minutes from well 20 minutes from a gas station so that's wow. good well, you know, it's funny cuz I live in a big city, but I, it still takes me 20 minutes to get
0: to it. Yeah. So, you know, it's yeah. not that's yeah, that's I, I I got spoiled when I lived in LA, Trader Joe's was next door. And that, uh-huh. I mean, after, you know, 30 years of just it's like, "Oh my god, I got to drive to the store." That's the other reason you want to do batch prep, batch shop, yep. batch cook, you know. Yep. You can't do that if you live far away. So Grandma Tuesday says, what is your strategy for getting to a point of liking the things you should be eating like sweet potatoes? I am working on that and lentils. Yeah, so
1: my thing is like if you hate kale, don't eat kale like there's other greens that are going to be just as good for you. So focus on the ones that you like. Now, if you don't like anything, then it really just is a matter of time and trial and error, finding a sauce that you kind of like. Also, if you're still struggling, you know, doing like a Mary's mini where you're just focusing on like potatoes for a week or 10 days can kind of like reset the palate or do like a, juice cleanse or something like that, just to reset your palate. And then when you have, you know, a plain potato, you're like, this is the best thing I've ever eaten. And then just try to, you know, keep going from there.
0: Nice. Yep. Um, uh, Angela would like to know, did you find, or do you find time to exercise during the busy holiday season?
1: Um, I'm not great about it. I do try to walk every day because we have a gym in the barn with a treadmill. And like I said, I've got like 14 inches of snow, at least outside. So I try to walk, but it's not a focus for me. You know, I always tell people during the holiday season or when you're traveling, focus on maintenance more than weight loss, because it can be really frustrating during the holidays. If you're trying to be losing weight, you know, take the pressure off yourself and just maintain, you know, it's a little easier and then hit it hard back in January. You you know, uh, going back to the question you asked about how do you get to like these foods? I
0: loved your answer. If you don't like them, you don't, you don't have to like them, but I think, You know, not that everybody can or should do a water fast, but if you have that experience, you love everything. You're fed. You love everything. Yeah. I mean, you know, you get you're given like I'm like I said that little blend with no spices of broccoli. Well, actually, what the first thing I got was broth, and I'm like, oh my god, this is like the most (laughs) delicious thing. And then the next thing I got was like watermelon juice. I'm like, this is the most delicious thing. And then watermelon chunks, and then steamed zucchini, and then the starches came a little later, and so um, you really appreciate even plain food when you, you know, because usually when people don't like healthy food, it's because they're eating unhealthy food. It's it's really, you're meant, Dr. Doug Lyle says all the time, you are meant to love the taste of whole natural food, even without a ton of sugar, fat and salt. If you don't, it's because your palate has been completely corrupted by yeah. something else. So again, you don't have to eat, my husband doesn't like sweet potatoes and, you no. know, I mean he'll you know I mean he'll eat them he's, but but he doesn't prefer them. You don't have to like everything. But what do you like? Do you like
1: rice? Do you like oats? Do you like corn? Like what starches, fruits and vegetables do you like and just eat those. Focus on those. Yeah. And to speak to her question specifically like if you're just trying lentils and you just hate them, I personally find that red lentils are the tastiest of the lentil family cuz they're like not as I don't know. They don't have as much of a bite as like black lentils or green lentils, and, and then
0: they're they're prettier too. That they are prettier, like that. and yeah. they cook even that, that makes me like them even more. Okay, um, Meg has lost fifty five pounds or fifty three pounds doing the starch solution. Congratulations, but the weight loss has slowed to stop. Do we offer programs where they can rent rooms from us to get the last twenty five off? Well, I don't think we do right now. That would be really a great idea. I thought about that, Kiki. When, when we bought our house here, we actually first saw a house with a casitas. and we actually did um, whatever the word is like we were going to buy it. And then you do the house inspection, and there was this big problem with the fence, and we, you know, we didn't take it. But I always thought, and Dr. Goldhammer said, you know, you, you have a place. And I thought about doing that maybe like one week a month and, and because we, we once taught a business class in 2019 and we had these people there not for um, weight loss at all. And they were just, I fed them because it was, there was no time to go out and they were varying weights from lean to average, to a little overweight, to very overweight. And they, they were like complaining about what I was feeding them. Not that it didn't taste good. You feed us too much, all this starch. And I'm like, take it or leave it. And they all came home like 10 days later and said, oh, I lost four pounds. And they weren't even trying. That's the funny thing. So if we could have like a place to feed people, I think they would probably, if they ate like us, they'd probably have the
1: similar success, you know? I would. And I've actually thought about it and I am still thinking about it. There, it would be fun to like do a retreat here in the mountains of Colorado where people could come and get that education and support and then enjoy nature. So I have been thinking about it, but. We'll see. Yeah. I'd maybe,
0: maybe if I could find the place or if I could trust people to rent an Airbnb and not like, you know, go off plan while they were here, it's, it's actually something I've considered too. So, um, Oh, here, Victoria says, how did you get your family on board with a whole food plant-based lifestyle? Did you ever have to trick them? I do that for my family, but they always figure it out.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's a process. I think, you know, it depends on the age of your children. If your children are still like elementary age, it's definitely easier. There's still gonna be, you know, my family threatened mutiny many times, but um just don't show any fear and keep going. I started off by making them familiar foods. So they were used to spaghetti and garlic bread. So I still made spaghetti and garlic bread, it just didn't have you know, the ton of meat and cheese that they were used to it with. So I just transitioned them like that and chose healthier sauces and made their garlic bread less heavy. I did things like that. I still made them like quesadillas and Mac and cheese in plant-based ways. And they weren't as healthy as we are now, but there's a definite transition period. And if you take the time to just work them in, you know, their palettes are adjusting as well. So it's really, it's just about taking your time, keep going, don't give up, don't give in. <laughs> and yeah, don't keep- give up
0: and don't give in. I love it. And you can get her book, Plant of Flute Kids, by purchasing the bundle from Kiki. Her link is right below the video. And I can also put it in the chat, which I'll do in just a moment. So you might want to do that. Yeah. There's a question from Patty. What are the go-to sauces that you always have ready?
1: So every week, like no question, there's always cheese sauce and there's always ranch. Those two are our constants and I don't swap them out frequently because everybody seems to always want ranch, but they don't want like Thousand Island every single day. So, you know, those are our two favorites. That's what I always have made.
0: Yeah, and they, they, and they taste just as good. That, you know, yes, our so good. Yeah. I agree with you. Let's see. Um, oh, but you know what? I was um, well, oh, here first I'll read this comment from I hope I say your name right, musique. Oh, 10-day dry fasts. Oh, that's very dangerous, according to all the doctors we've had on this show, but a water fast in hope to control my cravings and to no avail. That's very interesting. And now along with the cravings, I struggle with inability to stop eating any insight. Well, all I know is that dry, fast, are dangerous from Dr. Goldhammer. I might consider talking to Dr. Doug Lyle um, because I'm not a psychologist or a doctor. I don't know if you have any thoughts of that.
1: I, I don't like, as far as the cravings go for me, it took six months of really working through it before cravings died down and changing your, psychology around cravings. Like every time I would crave something, there's a strong emotional connection to that craving. But I just took Dr. McDougal's advice and started talking to myself differently about those foods. Like if I was craving, you know, cheesy gordita crunch from Taco Bell, which was like my favorite thing, I would talk to myself and remind myself like, that's not food that isn't adding life to my body. It's taking away So just changing my language and my, you know, thought process around those cravings eventually really, really helped, but it is a process for sure.
0: Absolutely. How long has it been since you lost your 70 pounds and kept it off so successfully?
1: I think think it's been like six and a half years, maybe going on seven.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's somewhere. Yeah.
1: Congratulations. MJ says what book has your ranch recipe? Um Plantifully Lean has my recipe and that one you can find in Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble. Nice. That recipe in particular is available for free on my website.
0: Yeah. And uh CA says your cheese sauce is delicious on broccoli. And I, I think chew on vegan came in late because she's posted twice. Are you planning on writing another book cookbook or otherwise you've mentioned it, but you can mention it again.
1: Yep. I, it will be out this summer, like beginning of July, it should be out. So yes.
0: Yeah. You know, back to the question from uh, Meg about she losing 53 pounds, which is amazing and having 20 25, she's saying to go, you know, we're calling that a plateau. And I think that, um, you've probably dealt with that from some of the people you've talked to and what advice do you give for that? And I I can comment as well.
1: Yeah. So first I like try to get people to not be so frustrated because it's an opportunity to like, look at everything and readjust. And a lot of times it's just, you know, readjusting because your body has gotten used to a lower caloric demand. So it's just a matter of looking at things. And so, people have had a lot of success with the 50, 50 plate. And so when they hit a plateau, they can either adjust that 50, 50 plate to be like a, you know, 75%, 25% plate and reduce their starch a little bit, bump up the vegetables a little bit more. But my biggest advice is to start your meal with a big bowl of like fat-free vegetable soup. That is always start every lunch and dinner that way and keep eating your 50, 50 plate and things start moving again. Now that's already assuming that you're being really good about your fat intake. And you're already using the 50, 50 plate. If you're not doing those things, then definitely go to a 50, 50 plate and see if that gets things moving, take a look at your fat intake. And if all that looks good, then I would start preloading like, um, Jeff Novick teaches in his wonderful calorie density video that I recommend everybody watch and Dr. Uh, Doug's video, Doug Lyle's video, um, how to lose weight without losing your mind. That's another excellent video on YouTube. You can watch.
0: Yep. Yeah, I love them. Thank you. Uh, there's a question from Jocelyn. Did you remove, or did you resolve your thyroid nodule issue that you shared about last summer?
1: Yeah. So the high raw and the herbs that I took have been just life-changing and more than thyroid for me. So my thyroid function has been really good. I don't know the progression, the growth of the thyroid nodule did stop on my last exam. I won't be examined again for another two months and I'll know if it's gone down. And that's what I'm looking forward to. People have told me to do Castor packs, castor oil packs as well. So I've started doing that. So I'm excited to see. So I don't know if they've reduced in size, but they'd stopped growing and, um, proliferating, which is great, but yeah, eating high raw has been amazing. And those herbs have been phenomenal. You know, since my water fast, my thyroid medicine was cut in half. Now I don't know
0: if it'll stay forever, but for the last three months, I I still see the doctor every month. But they they were able to cut the dose in half. So maybe with another water fast, I'll get off.
1: Who knows? I didn't I didn't
0: realize you had thyroid stuff. Yeah, I I, I have um. Well, I hypothyroidism actually, and which was interesting because I was the whole time. It took me forever to lose weight. Not forever. It took me 27, 27 months to lose you know, 54 pounds, a lot of people lost faster, but I had hypothyroidism and I didn't want to take medicine until I finally was convinced to do it. So yeah. Yeah. But, but what you're trying to say is you can still have thyroid issues and lose weight. Oh, so
1: absolutely. I was hypothyroid and lost 70. Yeah, so.
0: Exactly. so people don't, yeah. you can't just blame it on your thyroid, although you should yeah. get it corrected. So,
1: I mean, that- there are things that make it more difficult, but it doesn't hinder it, you know?
0: exactly yeah um and so Rhonda's saying the last 20 pounds are taking so long to take off and that's why there's a great video and i i hope it's available for free it's called uh the slow fast way with dr doug lyle where he talks about how usually the slower weight loss is the most successful and sustainable and that you only lose about two ounces of fat a day not two pounds a day two ounces so you know losing you know one to two pounds a month you know here's the thing you know he always says do you want it you can do it right or you can do it over and it it, it does take that long for you know yeah. you, i mean if you're doing it in a healthy manner yeah you can cut off your arm or have chemotherapy or take weight loss drugs or t- the weight loss surgery but if you want to do it in a way that you're going to be able to sustain you got to do it the way we recommend you don't got it but, but yeah. yeah yeah two pounds a month is still fantastic rhonda because that's 24 pounds a year 48 pounds you know that is fantastic. So, yeah. Other people are saying castor oil packs have helped them. And, um, if your son can't gain weight, you know, maybe see one of the plant-based doctors, almost all of them do virtual now, including the doctors at true North. Let's see. Uh, Laura says Kiki's rice, broccoli casserole freezes. Great. I love having it as a go-to quick meal or if I don't feel like making anything after work. Yeah. We are both fans of batch prep, batch cook, batch freezing, you know? Yeah. Absolutely, uh, no. It's great. <laughs> I love it. Do you, Do you have a particular day like that? You just do everything, or just kind of like I, my system is when I'm out, I do it again. Like, cause I because I'm self employed, so I don't have to just wait till the um, weekend. It's like when I'm down, I don't wait till I'm out of my. I batch cook can of yams because they're my favorite. I eat one every day for lunch, a huge one weighing about two pounds. Like that's how much I eat. And then <laughs> I wait till I'm at the last one. I don't wait till I'm out because then if I wait, then I don't have more. So when I, when I have the day that there's one left, that's when the next batch gets done. It's, it's I never wait till zero. It's like, it's like, I don't wait till my car is at zero either. You know, right. eat. I wait till it's like maybe a quarter of a tank or an eighth of a tank, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I usually prep like on Sunday and then have to do some more prep on Wednesday because right now just keeping up with my teenage son. And the amount of food he eats has been eye-opening. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's 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 funny.
0: So, Joan says, "How is your new book going to be different from your other books?"
1: So, I am. I the my publisher hasn't told me that I can't say anything, so I'm gonna. I think I should be okay. So, I in this next book, I'm giving you guys an additional set of tools for the individuals that do get stuck. Mm. a little bit more targeted and specific. I'm introducing a new plate that you can use as well. So I'm just giving you more tools so that you can troubleshoot your weight loss a little bit more in a little bit more specific way. And then, you know, tons of recipes that are all
0: brand new. Nice. Well, maybe when your book is getting ready to launch, you'll come back on and maybe even make one of the recipes. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, people would love to see that. So, and you don't have to wait for that book. You can get wonderful books right now in the bundle. It's only fifty dollars, but only good until eleven fifty nine p.m. Pacific time on Monday, November twenty seventh. In addition to Kiki's wonderful book, Plantiful Kids, there are other wonderful books like the Raw Rat book and the Raw Taco book by Lissa Maris. It's a very lot of high raw things, and uh, it's just a wonderful wonderful um savings of like really 1300 the taco book is amazing yeah i you know it's funny you said that because um as much as i say i prefer hard books to ebooks i i love the, the idea of being able to print something out and so what yeah. i'm gonna try next is lissa's loft low fat raw carrot crumbles because we do tostadas that's my favorite thing other than potatoes so we do tostadas tuesday tostada you know every day that we do tostada tuesday and so I always I batch cook, and the recipe is free on on my YouTube. I just make a rice that's I call it tostada rice because it's all seasoned and delicious. Mm-hmm. You know, bell pepper, roasted red bell pepper, and onion and tomato and good seasonings like smoked paprika and stuff like that. So I batch prep it, and then I I, I feel I put it in like little containers not little containers but i kind of eyeball how much i think we're going to eat you know and then i and then i we eat it and then we eat it in three more days and then i freeze a bunch of it but i would love the idea of adding like a meaty taco kind of thing to it you wow. know and she also has a recipe in the wrap book for the 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 taco um cr- grounds made out of sunflower seeds but those are going to be a lot higher in fat but i might try them but for sure, you know, low-fat carrot crumbles. Doesn't that sound kind of good to have talking yeah, about
1: carrot? I have tried the sesame seed one of hers, and it is very good.
0: Absolutely. Um, somebody's saying brown rice is eight percent fat and white rice is two percent fat. I wonder if that makes a difference. I don't think so. That's eight percent fat is still really, really low fat. But well,
1: she's- Makes me happier still that I only really love yeah, white rice. Love, me too. And I even like the microwavable one. You probably don't have. Do you have Tr- yeah. Trader Joe's where you live or no? Near, no, um, that's it's 45 minutes away. And it's a very small, limited stock one.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, I love Trader Joe's. I that was one of the things I got to live near a trade. Well, they have, but they have it at other stores too. These three bags of white organic or brown organic rice. You pull it out, you microwave it for three minutes, and it's for me the perfect size. It's about two cups. And I love it. So I, I do try to eat other colors of rice, but if you give me a choice, that's what's so great, is because when you go out, white rice is one of the things that's pretty much readily available. Yep. So you can always get it. Yeah, I do love white rice. So anyway, well, it's so fun catching up with you. It's been a while. And I hope you'll come back when your when your book comes out. And I'd love to see some of those new recipes and strategies. Here, Peter says, I freaking love white rice. How do you not love white rice? It's no. it's like and like Dr. McDougall says, the billions of Asians that lived on white rice, they they aren't struggling with cravings and food addiction and excess weight, unless they're eating our diet now, you know? Yep. Yeah, other people love white rice. It's just like, I don't know, I just I love eating carbs, I gotta tell you. Cause I know I <laughs> never go back. You know, it's funny, I had this this medical test and I you couldn't eat carbs for like one day, okay? And I'm like, I, I would have, should have just water fasted because eating, eating vegetables and fat, it was just so unsat. I mean, I did it just to, you know, to, I could have, now that I've water fasted, I should have just said, yeah, I'll just not eat, but just, I thought it'd be so much fun. I can eat all the fat I want and all the, it, it was like disgusting. And then, yeah. then I would go to the bathroom for like two days. So yeah. I don't know. It's just, you know, I think once you get off, I think fat is addictive and once you, you, go on like a a lower fat diet, like Dr. McDougal or Dr. Esselstyn, it takes some time to, to neuroadapt. I I, I think Dr. Esselstyn uses the phrase down, regulate the fat receptors, but now at least I think it's disgusting. I just didn't like it at all. Just eating all those nuts and the,
1: yeah. Well, I'm like that with fried food. Like it sounds fun until, you know, three Mm -hmm. tater tots is fun, but a plate full of tater tots isn't fun. Especially, I'm, I'm guessing you have an air fryer, right? I used to, but now in this little cabin kitchen, it broke on the move back, and I just never replaced it. Oh no. well, it's Black Friday week, you know. I know, I know, but it's in like storage.
0: Is that a premium in this okay. cabin? Because, well, because I mean, the Breville is like down like a hundred bucks now. You know that oh, the don't big tell one. Me. So, don't tell me. oh, this would be the time to buy. You know, people are pointing out that when when you have you know, greasy dishes or you know, it's it's so much harder to wash. Like I don't have any I can just take my dish and put in the dishwasher without yeah. rinsing it, you know, not using fat or oil or something. Yeah. Does CJ says, does anyone have a great sauce to put over white rice like a gravy or something? What do I put? I make a I make a faux peanut sauce. I make it out of chestnuts which are low in fat, but it has all the other components. Oh. So that, I, I like to put that on it. Do you what do you like to put on your white rice?
1: Okay, just because I'm like not a cook. <laughs> I just like, um, teriyaki aminos. Yeah. That in like chili flakes. Yeah. I sometimes just put, honestly, no sauce. I
0: just love the green part of the, the green onion, the scallions that I can just eat that is when I'm hungry. And I'm just very happy to do that. You know, mm-hmm. anyway, well, thanks for making, Hey, we, you should get a hat or a, a shirt that says making carbs great again.
1: Yes. Great. <laughs>
0: Cause that's what that you do. And that's what I appreciate your work. Uh, MJ says, I remember Kiki talking about enjoying homemade juices. What are her favorites? I just got a juicer and I would love some ideas.
1: Okay. And my kids love this too. They get addicted to it. So cucumber, apple juice we mm-hmm. love, and it's so hydrating. There's something magical about in the morning. I'll do that, especially during the summers, make cucumber, apple juice, and you're just you're glowing. It hydrates you from the inside out. So that is our number one favorite juice. Um, my kids and I actually really love, um, pineapple orange. Um, and we'll do that together. I love melon, but you don't even have to juice those. You can just like blend those and drink them like that. But for like a juicer juicer, I love apple cucumber. And then I use that as my base. So then you can add whatever green you want to it. You can add some lemon, but cucumber apples always like the base of a juice. If I do anything fancier. And do you have like a ratio of cucumbers to apples?
0: And do you, do you peel the cucumbers and I what do. is, you don't, you just put it no, on. I don't
1: peel the cucumbers. Um, I would say, well, I, it just depends on the size of the apple and how sweet you like it. So I don't really have a ratio. We just kind of wing it. You know, and the kids are like, oh, can you put another apple in? Sure. What kind of apples, Joan is asking? So I buy whatever's on sale. So whatever organic apple is on sale, and it's usually Gala apples. Gala apples <laughs> so yeah. that are always on sale. Yep, those are good. And do you have a preferred juicer? Yes, Well, is, I am just, you know, stunned at what, amazing juicer can do. That's what everybody says. And it's not, I wonder if it's on Black Friday. It's, You you know what? I think it is. I think it is. So it's, it's It's the best. And I have a discount code if they go to my Instagram and go to my link in bio, because I don't think it's even on my website. I do have a discount code that I'm not sure if that's added on top, but I would check because if you are in the market, I have wasted so much money on different juicers and NamaWell is Phenomenal. And they just came out with a sherbet attachment or sorbet attachment. And my daughter will put that on and just put like whole frozen strawberries through, and it makes strawberry sherbet. Like it is phenomenal. Oh my. I God. love it. That sounds so. Is it called the Nama J2?
0: Yeah. Nama J2. Oh my God. I mean, I want, I'm looking at my. Where am I gonna put it?
1: I, know. I I know I have a cabinet just for it, but it was because we do juice a lot, especially spring and summer. You know, and and is it, water, is it easy, let me ask you this: is
0: I know it's easy to use. I've seen that, that but is it easy to clean?
1: That what? is why I love it. It's literally just like a tub. You rinse out a few things. You're not, and you're done. Like it's, it really is worth the hype. It's worth okay. the hype, and. Uh, my followers okay. told me for years and I reached out to the company to no avail, but eventually I don't know if they finally like got tired of seeing my emails. <laughs> it's probably not. They're probably just so busy, but they finally like sent me one. And I was like, this thing is amazing. Oh yeah. My gosh. I mean, that's a sound like really, it really is great. Especially if you're a juicer, if you're like the occasional juicer, nah, you know, it's a big investment for the occasional Juice. But if right. you are a juicer, then yes, it's a great investment.
0: What, you know, my, my, not, not concern, but when I think about juicing, there's
1: so much leftover pulp. What do you do with it? I compost it and okay. put it back into the garden. So, yeah, I don't know what you would do with it otherwise.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, some people, I guess, make crackers, but. Yeah. It must be the best one because everybody says it. Crispy cancer says it. Um, all the raw food people say it. So it must everybody, be. Yeah. Everybody loves this
1: juicer. It really is like top notch.
0: I mean, that Sherbert attachment reminds me kind of of the uh, champion juicer, you know, putting frozen fruit in. And unfortunately the, the champion, at least the home version seems to have gone out of business, you know? Yeah.
1: The Sherbert thing is awesome. My daughter loves making her ice creams.
0: (laughs) And that's easy to clean and use as well. Yes.
1: It's just like a rinse out. There's like no, nothing complicated about it. Wow. I love it. Do you have any videos of you do it using it? I maybe, I don't know at this point, maybe I should do one show people. I think I've shown people, but I couldn't tell you which video it was or or make one. I love to see the Sherbert thing. That
0: sounds, yeah, I should do that. Okay um CA is saying your recipe for baked zucchini fries is delicious. All right. Ooh. I should make those. I have zucchini in my fridge. Absolutely. Well, guys, if you would like to get the bundle don't delay. Because did you do you get people? This this always happens to us on Tuesday morning. Oh, please, can I, I get it now? And I, I mean, it's not our bundle. We're Kiki and I are contributors to somebody else's bundle. It's called the plant based bundle. I do have my own bundle, like in the spring with Lissa Maris, but we we can't. And people, you know, you should at least click it and just see all the different offerings of all the different books. Yeah. And- yeah, I always best. hear from people after it's gone that they wanted it, and I'm like, oh, I can't do anything. Yeah, there's nothing we can do about it because we're not the um, we're not the we're not the producers. We're just we're just mere cogs in the wheel. We're yeah. just, one of one of lots of other things. Derek Simnet, lots of uh, cheap, lazy vegan. There's lots of good stuff in it. Lots wow. of wonderful books, whether you're raw or cooked, weight loss, fitness. There's something for everybody. It really is. There's tons in there. Absolutely. Well, that's why we do it. Well, it's been a great catching up with you, Kiki.
1: It was so nice to see you it's always so nice yeah thank you and uh, what are you going to do for Christmas same just kind of keep it cozy at home with some yeah well we always go to my in-laws down in Colorado Springs and that's always a ton of fun so we Ooh, will nice nice
0: yeah it's so pretty where you live it's just a little too cold for me
1: <laughs> it is it is you know we live for ski season so oh we're that's <laughs>
0: great well thanks so much nice catching up with you and yeah. get the bundle from Kiki using the leaf below bye Take care. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back at 2.30. We're going to do small business Saturday and give you four wonderful plant-based vendors that are having some Black Friday specials. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.